Oh, happy Friday, everybody. You know, I got to tell you guys something. Hi to everybody here in the chat room right now. But before we do anything else, before we do anything else, we got to bring on the man of the hour. From Florida, it's the Taylor the Latte Boy Show. Now, here's Taylor. Oh, you know what? We got to do it again. Hold on. Wait, let me do a shorter one there. Yeah! It's a Friday night. And there's only one thing. It's Taylor the Latte Boy here. Now. Okay. Every time that plays, I laugh. Every time that music plays, whenever you play it before Lori, or then I just listened to not the latest catching up, but last week's catching up. Mm -hmm. And you played it. For the Joe show. Oh, yeah. Especially because I I listen to podcasts at 1.5 speed. Yeah. So it's super fast and syncopated. And it makes me, I was sitting, I can tell you the traffic light I was sitting at where it made me laugh out loud. I just, I love that music. So you know thank what's you so for playing it. You know what's so funny is I forgot because I played it during, have you listened to um, to uh, the Sydney Gaze Part 2? No, I've oh, only okay. listened to Sydney Gaze Part 1. On the Sydney Gaze Part 2, we meet a new character named Timmy Trumpet. And uh, I said it sounded like the name of my um, uh, uh, ventriloquist dummy. So I don't know. I remember this. And so I don't know why. I was like, why don't I use this music more often? But this is like the, tr- the music for Timmy Trumpet. Okay. It's the Timmy Trumpet Show. <laughs> uh, anyway, so let me explain to everybody what this is. I was just talking to uh, official boyfriend of the show, Aiden Deem, on the phone, and he was talking... Well, you know what's funny? What we were actually talking about, Taylor Vellante Boy, we were actually talking about you, we were talking about Carla, we were talking about Sweet Michael, who's now you know, R.I.P., and I was saying, and Aiden, because I was saying how I told you, you know, mm-hmm. Taylor, uh, be careful, don't listen to too much Joe, because then you're going to get burnt out like Aiden, like uh, Sweet Michael, like Carlo... And um, Aiden was saying, like, well, that Aiden's now down to only – he only listens to uh, one show a, a week. You know, he, now he's listening mm-hmm. to Drag Race Season 6. He's excited about Dragula, and he likes the drag shows. And then he was like, but can I please tell you that my favorite, favorite, favorite um, – thing ever is when you and taylor just shoot the shit when you guys talk he's like my favorite show was formed decor lounge that was my favorite show was formed decor <laughs> lounge when you guys just told stories and you talked about how you masturbated and your roommates used condom he's like those are my favorite episodes and i was like you know what and then he goes like i gotta go by right <laughs> and then uh and then i was like you know what i wonder what this taylor Volante boy is doing and uh, let's see. So I said, what are you doing? And he was, what did you say? I, don't know I make- said I was doing laundry and distracting myself from planning for the Pride 48 weekend. However, yeah. I find it funny that I've been listening to the Joe Batanz network of shows over mm-hmm. the course of the last week. And I was listening to a podcast that <laughs> is not an afterthought media. And I got about 10 minutes in and you called me or like, what are you doing? You want to go on the air? So I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> so every time I think I'm out, he brings me back in. Well, I got to tell you, by the way, I want you to see something I bought today. It came today. See what, the, you know what this is? It looks like a wristband, but it's not a wristband. You know what this is? It says, what does it say on it? Futu? Well, that's pretty good. You can read Futu? Futu? Yeah, well, it's yeah, got yeah. a foot logo yeah, on it, sure. so I'm assuming okay. it's. Well, you're, you, but you, you, everyone should know he just glanced at this and he recognized, I wouldn't ever notice that. He, he, I didn't even, 
Taylor, I, I just got it. I didn't notice it was a foot logo. Yeah, and it says footy you or something like that. Do you know what these are? Is, is that, it, I never is heard it about these. Is it for arch support? Yes. Okay. Yes, because I have weak arches on only one foot. My left foot uh-huh. is completely fine, which is also a movie with Daniel Day-Lewis. I've never seen it because it looks boring. <laughs> but um, the name of the movie isn't My Left Foot is Completely Fine. And the, movie, the name of the movie is just My Left Foot. I don't know what it, what's right. it about. It's about a guy with cerebral palsy who paints oh. pictures, I believe. And it's all one of those Victorian pieces of people walking through gardens, English people walking yeah. through gardens. Well, most English people walking through gardens, he sits in a wheelchair. But yeah. it's, and he, I think he won the Oscar for it. I think it's one yeah. of the first of many Oscars that Daniel Day-Lewis has won. Yeah, so anyway, so, uh, but my right foot had weak arches. So like, like those, um, those, uh, what are those things called? Those, uh. Those those Doctor Scholl's things, yeah, they mm-hmm. they help me a lot, but sometimes they just they don't cut it. So on Buzzfeed, you know the 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 the, Amer- the American Gen- Journal of Science that is Buzzfeed said these mm-hmm. people really like these. Have you ever seen people use these before? Do they like them? No, oh. I I can tell you though that um my co-host on Pod is my co-pilot Taffy has has problems with her ankles and has problems with her feet because I think she has flat arches as well. And when we were on one of the cruises, like you go to the spa and she went to one of these, like, you know, how to walk properly and all this kind of thing. And they try to sell you these things. And there were these insets that you put in your shoes and they're plastic. Oh, and not into that it, kind of porn. <laughs> and they were super expensive. And the woman said to her, she goes, because it was a day that we were in Cozumel. We were docked in Cozumel. And she goes, take them for the day in Cozumel. Mm-hmm. She goes, if you don't like them, bring them back. She goes, we just wipe, we just wipe them down because they're made of plastic. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, and if, if you like them, you can keep them. And they normally sell for like $300, but on the ship they sold for like $175. Mm-hmm. And Taffy walked around Cozumel all day and was like, I can't believe how good my, my feet actually feel good walking around. So that's maybe the I closest get, thing. To yeah, me. maybe I should get the expensive insoles because it, yeah. it is only one of the feet, though. So okay. anyway, that's an update with her. But what's been going on with you, Taylor Volante? You know, I was listening to your award-winning podcast, winner of the 2019 Batancy Award. Um, <laughs> Pod is my co-pilot today, and uh, there was something that you said on that. I was like, that's not true. I can't remember what it was. And you know what's so funny is I do listen to your show just for the pure enjoyment of listening to your show, listening to you and two friends, you know, Gab. But there is a part of me that is has one ear waiting for you to mention me. And I don't think you've mentioned me so far in this episode. Uh, I feel like I mentioned you once. Okay, so I haven't, I haven't gotten to the episode yet. That I haven't gotten to the okay. part. Briefly. I don't, well, okay, what do you think I'm going to do? Talk shit about you or? Well, it wouldn't be the first time. It would not be the first time Taylor Delante Boy where he says things like, oh, I gotta do RuPaul's Drag Race. And he's like, and I gotta be, a, you know, you know and Baba Lou's mad at me. Then I gotta be on the, the, the phone with this Joe Batan for two hours. That's not helping matters. And I'm like, what, what did I do? When did that happen? I made that up, but I'm oh, going to say you, I could see, see you, you saying that. You start but, these narratives in your head and you assume that they are oh, reality. Did I tell you that thing that Lori did in group therapy that she didn't like that that was brilliant about the cookie? Lori did a thing in group. Th- okay, first of all, Lori's in group therapy. I just found that out too. I found that out too. <laughs> about like where's where is that podcast? <laughs> I, well, you know, we're in the same insurance, and I was thinking like I kind of want to join that group therapy. Um, she's a Kaiser member too, so I kind of want to find a way to get into that group therapy. She was telling me she's like, oh, it's a horrible group therapy. I don't like it. She goes, and I don't know if you've done this. Maybe you can explain. It. I have a theory because she told me, and I went, oh, when she was telling me the story, and I'll tell you the story in a second. I go, that's kind of brilliant. 
And, and she was like, no, it's not. It's stupid. So then, okay, here's what it is. So in this therapy, which I think is about learning to control your emotions or your responses or something, which I guess she must, she must have a history of, of, uh, <laughs> uh, of doing this, is um, she goes, uh, the, 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 goes, the therapist did the stupidest exercise. He put up a picture of a cookie. Can, can okay. you read, do you know where, he, where I'm going with this already? I might, but go ahead. Keep going. And he, we had to go around the room and describe the cookie, but we couldn't give any emotions attached to it. Does this ring familiar? Oh, no. No, okay. okay. And she was like, ugh, it was so dumb. I didn't know what it meant. And then some girl said, the cookie's delicious. And he said, no, what, how do you know the cookie's delicious? You don't know that the cookie's delicious. And I was like, oh, Lori, that's brilliant. Because what it is is we make up stories. Mm-hmm. So like, sometimes a cookie is just a cookie. If yeah. you say it's delicious, you don't know that it's delicious. You didn't try the cookie, you know. You you just made up that it's delicious. It might be delicious, but it also might not be delicious. But all, so they, they're trying to get you to just look at something just for the facts, for what it is. She still thought it was stupid. But anyway. Well, okay. Yeah, that's not where I thought you were going with that. But oh, where did uh, you think I was going with this? Okay, well, I thought it was before when you said cookie, I thought they were going to have the thing where you do a mindfulness technique where you do. I usually do this with like M&Ms or small chocolates mm-hmm. where you give everybody a couple of M&Ms and they have to, it takes them like five minutes to eat three M&Ms. Mm-hmm. Like you instruct them how to eat the M&M of where you feel. Wait, you have, to, M&M. you have to teach people how to eat an M&M? Well, okay. Well, not teach them how to eat an M&M, but teach them how to. It's about savoring the moment. And it's also about being very fully aware of the M&M. So you've got the M&M in your hand. And then I'm talking to them as far as the first look at the M&M on the table or on the napkin or on the plate. And look at the color. Look at the shine. You know, I want you to think about, you know, feel feel your mouth maybe watering for the M&M, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And then you mm-hmm. pick up the M&M, you feel the weight of the M&M in your hand, you feel if there's any sort of temperature to the M&M, you can smell the M&M, mm-hmm. um, you do all these different things that go with that. And eventually you're to put the M&M in your mouth, but and I'm giving you the, I'm doing this much shorter. You know, you put the M&M in your mouth, but you don't actually bite down or press down against the roof of your mouth. You just allow the M&M to feel you feel what it feels like on the back of your taste buds. Mm-hmm. And you feel as, again, your mouth salivating while you're doing this. And you press against it. You feel against the sharp edges of the M&M compared to the smoothness of the chocolate of the M&M, all these different types of things. And then what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to talk about the fact that you are so, at the end of the exercise – that they are so focused on the M&M that they're not thinking about other things in their lives and they're allowed, they're, they're truly living in the moment mm-hmm. for this M&M or these group of M&Ms versus focusing on shit that's happened in the past or things that they're worried about in the future. Uh, Most of them are probably thinking this asshole is not letting me eat an M&M, but yeah. ultimately that's what we're trying to do. Mindfulness is a very big word in therapy. It's been for a couple of years. So well, I try look, to do I'm that a with big, I'm a big, uh, uh, I actually, when Aiden called me, I was in the spa, and I'm going to tell you something, little secret here, and I don't want you to get excited, Taylor, okay? So calm down, okay? <laughs> but a little bit of a secret here, I'm just going to tell you, uh, I was nude in the spa. <laughs> Here's what it was. I was I'm going to tell you something even more. Before I got nude in the spa while I was listening to Pod is my co-pilot. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was. There, <laughs> I, I know exactly the moment. It was when Taffy used mentioned the um, store Contempo Casual. I was slipping out of my wet, uh, 
Contempo casuals bathing suit. (laughs) Yeah, my wet swim trunks. And I was just free as a bird, naked as a jaybird in the spa. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Have you ever been naked in a spa? Um, I probably have. Have you ever fucked Babaloo in a pool? Have I ever what? Fucked Babaloo in a pool. No, I have gotten blown in a pool and uh-huh. blown somebody in a pool and I've eaten ass in a pool. Mm-hmm. But does I've never, I don't know that ass- I've ever actually fucked anybody or been fucked on a pool. Does the does the chlorine make the ass taste better? What is the taste uh, <laughs> difference? This is going back like 20 years ago. I mm-hmm. believe it just tasted like ass. That was, but you know, clean ass because again, you're in a pool. Mm-hmm. So you're able to kind of make sure that the area is chlor- chlorinated. I don't know. Here's one of the problems with having, uh, uh, I don't want to say boyfriend. I don't know. I feel shy saying that. But having a, a, a sweetheart, that seems yes. new and modern what the kids are saying, right? Having mm-hmm. a having, yeah. having a bae. Uh, <laughs> having a sweetheart that you occasionally get in a jalopy and go have a sarsaparilla with him. Yeah. And then we do the, we dance the, the jigaboo. Uh, <laughs> no, not, no, not, <laughs> not jigaboo. Oh, what is it? Jigaboo is like a horrible word for like black people. Oh, I wouldn't you know. know. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I don't know that. What is it? Um, uh, uh, I don't know. You just distracted me with Jigaboo. Um, the oh my god, what is a what is a jitterbug? What is a, jitterbug? Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were going talking about that's one of the bad things about a well is sweetheart. Then, is then I uh, I say I have to tell him a story. I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll, t- I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I was telling him. He okay. Wa- he wanted to know if I had any fetishes. And I was saying about how... Um, I think I've probably told this story many times. But I had to say, back in my day, <laughs> when you downloaded porn on, like, um, not Napster. What was the one after Napster? Uh, there was, like, LimeWire and Lime stuff Wire. like that. LimeWire. It was on LimeWire. Up, up. We have the Lori show going on in the chat room. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see that, Taylor, but we always have to have an announcement. We have, like, <laughs> live in the chat room on Afterthought Media. It's the Lori show. Now, Lori. <laughs> sorry. That, that, so, I mean, I, thank sorry. you for pointing that out because that was the the reason. Lori, by the way, if you want to come on the air with me and Taylor, you're more than welcome to tell uh, message me if you want to come on the air with us. Uh, she could be with her girlfriend right now. I'm not sure what she's doing. Okay, but anyway, uh, I would love it if I brought her on as I'm talking about how. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I downloaded this porn on LimeWire. Now the the original name for the porn was. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lori just wrote back in Joe's day. Oh, you downloaded porn on a mimeograph. <laughs> Lori with another one of our classic zingers. Did you see, by the way, that Disneyland attendance is way down? But, you know, I, I was actually going to use that as an example today with a kid. Or no, Okay, wait, wait, wait. Go, go back to the porn. Go back to the oh. downloading. Okay. Okay. This is going to be Hurting Cats. I can tell this is already. This, this is the name of the show, Hurting Cats. Mm-hmm. Is um oh 
so the po- name of the porn was like, you know, Two Latino Twinks, or I don't know what it was called, right? Mm-hmm. And I downloaded it, but it was so weird. It was, you know, this often happened on LimeWire, so I was trying to tell Aiden. And uh, wait, Lori Roggenkamp says, I'm finishing up a place in the sun with Montgomery Cliff. Then I'd be happy to. Uh, spoiler alert, Montgomery Cliff gets in a car accident. Not in the movie, just in real life, and his face gets ruined, and he doesn't act anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then he dies in early death. So, um, is that what happened to Montgomery Cliff? Yeah, he got in his car accident and fucked up his face. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, so two, got, like, two, two Latin twinks. And then Sorry. he became an alcoholic. And I don't know if he died from alcohol, but he died. He died like a, like our age. Yeah. Yeah. He died young. Like in his, well, maybe a little at Daniel Brewer's age. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, but I, when I watched the porn, it wasn't. Uh, two Latino twinks. It was these two, like, well, I don't know what race they were. I think I'm assuming white. These, like, two frat boy types at a party. They're legitimately at a college party. And we see, like, one of those things where it's like, I, I was watching it more because I was like, what is it? It seemed voyeuristic. Because some guy's having his, like, he's also holding, you can tell, like, an actual, like, cam camera. Mm-hmm. Not my ex boyfriend Cameron, but a camera. And mm-hmm. um, he's walking around and, uh, and they're just like, oh, the girls are like, stop, stop, don't film me, right? And it's just a lot of that. I'm like, oh, this is really weird. What is this? And then they go to the bathroom, and the two guys take their dicks, and they start peeing in the same toilet, okay? Yeah. And then they decide to be funny. They're laughing. They cross streams. But then they both get quiet, and they pee on each other. And I went, doing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, that's a- – oh, because I was saying how that's – sometimes you can you can stumble onto a fetish. You don't know you have a fetish. And yeah, that was the point I was making. I didn't. I didn't realize I had a pee fetish. I don't really have a pee fetish. Not something I need. But then I dated a guy. Well, I hooked up with a guy a few times who had a pee fetish, and so that's when it came into use. Anyway, Taylor, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, speaking of porn, I think I found a. I think I found somebody in the Venn diagram of Joe porn stars and Taylor porn stars that you and I might actually both like. And who is this person, Taylor? His name is Dakota Payne. P-A-Y-N-E. Okay, looking him up now. Um, okay. By the way, you know, what's what's so funny, tell me why this is. Lori Roggenkamp made a joke in uh, the chat room, I'm not going to repeat it, that, you know, if George would have made this joke, I would have been having a fucking tantrum. <laughs> right? I would have been... I'm still trying... Um... Mm, it have to oh wait no 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 he's really hot he's not hot in that top left corner picture but yeah the other ones he's really hot yeah, I, yeah. i'm into it i'm into him yeah I get, i'm into okay. him i can be all right him. oh so. what is this one where he has his tongue out like that and uh okay so i want to talk about he does, seems to do that a lot when he's oh, getting I like fucked. it he kind like of it. does this whole like ah, thing i with like his tongue. it i like it I like it. I'm, so, I'm a he also seems to be somebody that, because I know that you have mentioned in the past on shows that, on other shows, that you don't like it if it looks like one of the people is genuinely not enjoying yeah, themselves. They have, they have to and he it. seems to be very much in the few porns that I've seen with him over the course of the last week that he seems to be having a good time and you can see like i was i watched a i watched a group scene that he was just in mm-hmm. and he's kind of talking to the other guy that he's with and they're both giggling and laughing while yeah. they're like the, yeah. but they're off to the side so it's it seems like it's something where he's having fun i like so. chemistry i'm a big fan of chemistry in yes fact, he today, seems to have good chemistry with the people that i've seen him with so today, far today i saw a porn where t- the two guys were very attractive like, and they were both exactly what i like one of them was a very thin blonde twink and then mm-hmm. the other was a sort of like thicker twunk type, you know? Yeah. And uh, and 
hold on. And um and they were having sex, but then it got rapey. Uh, no, I don't like that. Nope, nope, I had to stop. I don't. I, spo- <laughs> big, big spoiler alert here. Not a big fan of rape. Not turned on by rape. <laughs> you know, so I'm all, oh, too bad. I'm out of here, porn. You guys yeah. were so promising, but it got rapey. You know, and I'm, well, here's the weird, here's the weird twist, Taylor. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not even not. No, I don't even like the sketchy sex and fraternity X videos where they're raped. No, there's, there's the sex, sketchy sex and the fraternity X. Oh, and we've talked about this, I feel, in other shows. I'm more concerned about the fact that it's so filthy in the apartment. Yeah, like but, I would, I would be the guy in the background with the, the with the, the hefty bag picking up all of like the beer cans and stuff like that. Yeah, what I will I, say though is the art director deserves an award because he really. No, does I, make I it get look. set dressing. Yeah, because I've been in that dorm before. Yeah, but there, it's just, and I never understand the one guy with the sunglasses on on his phone mm-hmm. sitting on the couch they next always to the guy that. that's, that's getting. A, that's there's a, always one of those that it just. I don't, I don't get what that fetish is. Yeah, well, that's weird because, like, if I was in an apartment and people started fucking next to me, even if it was a millionth time, I'd be like, um, "Oh my god, there are people fucking next to me," <laughs> and it'd be really awkward, and I wouldn't know what to do. But these people are like, ugh, like almost annoyed by it. I'm writing down things that I know I want to talk about, but I want to still continue talking about this. So right okay. now, I have Bon Appetit, the website. I mean, the YouTube channel, and also Disneyland. Haley's mom really wants us to get back to. Disneyland. Yes, I, I saw that. So huh. I'm put, making okay. these notes right here. You know, I'm gonna say, <laughs> but I'm instead gonna... we're making Haley's mom listen to us talk about gay porn. I think she likes it. We do well now. Be anyway. So uh, yeah. So you know, here's the weird thing is now. Now, by the way, I'm very, very touched and honored that John Paul would do this. But you know, for my birthday, he gave me a four terabyte hard drive with nothing but gay porn on it. Right. Okay. And he put in like every Helix video in existence, but that still wasn't four terabytes worth. Well, no, Helix, every Helix video from people that I named. He asked me for a list of my favorite actors. Okay. All of their videos, okay? Okay. But then he threw in, I guess, because there was room, like two of his favorites. And I was just like, I'm not super into this. I should probably, you know what? You would probably like it more. Um, this, um, who's the Lucas Entertainment? Maybe I want to say one of those. Um, it's, uh, see, I don't, the, the funny thing, this, this group, this group sex thing that I saw was a Lucas entertainment. And a lot of times they're, they're like really raunchy mm-hmm. and it's just, it's not, this one had a bunch of guys that I thought were like really hot, but I also find Michael Lucas like kind of gross. And yeah, I find him really gross too. I don't know why. So I, but it depends, it depends on who it is. There's uh, a couple Taylor, of, by the way, I think you need to go into that new group. I need to go into that new group. Mm-hmm. Okay. What new group? Oh, wait. Oh. Hello? Oh, there she- oh, wait. Hold on for a second. Hold on. There. I, I just... Welcome to the show. The one and the only, Lori Roggenkamp. Hey, Lori. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, wait. Now, Taylor turned his camera off. Where no, I- hold on. I'm turning it back on. Oh. There you go. Hold on. Calm down. Calm down. Now, by the way, people at Afterthought Media must be so excited. These are, you know, you guys are the two most popular people here at Afterthought Media. So the idea that you guys uh, are on the air with me, people must be losing their minds. Because how long, you guys have only been on, what? like, only on time you guys have been on the air together was an episode of Fat Camp, right? 
uh, chat room. Now, Lori, you were watching A Place in the Sun? Yes. Yeah, my aunt is really, she lo- my aunt Kathy, the one that I live with, she loves like anything that's old and depressing. Mm-hmm. She, um, she loves, that's why she's a huge fan of you, Joe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun. Um... <laughs> So we, we, I don't remember how we got, but we got on this Shelly Winters kick. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and she she won for best supporting actress for a place in the sun. Speaking of, and, did you see how this big fat pig Kelly Clarkson's gonna have her own talk show? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't dislike. I like Kelly Clarkson. When did I she's say? I like, not like a big Clarkson. fat pig. Wait, when no, did, she's wait, not wait. a big fat pig. Kelly Clarkson's not a big fat pig. She, she's no. definitely gained some weight, but she's not a big fat pig. Now, are you by our stretch? She's not even a big <laughs> fat pig by our stretch, by our rules. What is she doing? I, okay, everyone needs to know this is. But this is why we have the Lori Show. Taylor is. You guys don't know this. Lori is doing an entire show right now in her uh, bedroom where she's putting up a, a pop guard up. At, but Lori, you know that the pop guard has to be a, a little bit away from the microphone. Oh, like, I, it does I can't no good to give it that close. I can't get the stupid thing to stick on the the thing. So I've just been trying to like wrap it around. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just gonna hold it like this. No, Lori, here's what you do. <laughs> like a lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. She looks like she's part of the lollipop guild right now. She's holding We need to get your hair in pigtails. Yeah. <laughs> get you in a big crinlin dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, Sing Lori, my heart belongs to daddy. Yeah. No. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> now uh Lori, what yes. I wanna know is, you know, we had a uh everyone should well, okay. Laura, I, I'm sure you don't mind if I share your sort of personal life on the air. What? No, I'm very private. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it looks like you're using a fan in front of your face when you say that. To like, please, please don't. I, uh, you know, I, what was that mind? I've always respected kindness of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know what you're going to share, but I'm assuming. Well, I'm going to let whatever. you set it up, and I'm going to let you just def- define what you share and what you don't share. But Lori had an appointment with her allergist today, and I'm dying to know what the allergist says. Now, Lori, I'm going to leave it to you to explain why I'm dying to know. But uh, why? How did it go today? Okay, I'm going sans pop filter right now. Okay, so you're, you're fine. I apologize. Um. You know what? It was a mix bag. By the way, before you do, you know that this is is where she says that she she's suddenly allergic to paprika and poppy seeds. Yeah, Yeah. 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 puppies. Now, Lori, uh, Lori, here's the deal: these little foam things—they're like four dollars on Amazon. What? (laughs) These little foam things right here that I'm holding to the camera—they go over the microphone. They're like four dollars on Amazon. Oh, I have those. (laughs) Okay. You know, that will actually help dampen I just don't like it because I, I feel like it absorbs smells really easily. So I always have to smell it. And then I'm like, mm. and I'm like. Do you um, only smell it after you dip it in a bucket of dirty water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After I okay. rub my cooter on it, I smell <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love you um, so much. <laughs> okay. um, by the way, Taylor, I love your haircut. I don't know if that's wait, like wait, a Lauren, thing you've Lauren, always had, but I really like it. But Lauren, Thank this you. Is a vi- that's a visual thing you're talking about right now. Where are you, Evan, right <laughs> now? Know. Okay. You did a whole thing at the beginning where you said you were on an elevator. Oh. Nobody else could see. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lori, look at this. Lori, look, look. No, wait, wait, wait. You just chastised her for being an audio medium. Uh, he's doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. Uh, I just like your face. <laughs> and then where you're just like, oh, this is, you're like what, how you are when it's an elevator. You're like, oh, well, I got a lot of other stuff going on. <laughs> Guys, this is killing me for two people. Anyway, so Lori. Oh, uh, so yeah. it, in the long run, it was a success. Okay. But in, <laughs> but in, explain to everybody what's going on. Uh, so I went to the allergist. So basically, uh, about four years ago, I went to this allergist and I got, uh, uh, a skin test, or I think it was a blood test to see what I was allergic to. And I've always been really allergic to cats. I have like generalizing allergies of like pollen and paprika. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, no, but I have like other allergies of like mo- outside mold, which I was like, mm. <laughs> that's weird that it's just outside mold. It's not inside mold. It's just the outside mold. Um, but then I uh, have a really bad reaction to cats. And so I was like, the, I the, the film th- that's coming out with Taylor Swift and uh, Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That uh, FYI freaks the crap out of me too. Um but I have a uh, really bad allergic reaction to cats. Ever since, ever since I was like, however old, if I, you know, if I'm near a cat, I'm, all of a sudden my eyes start to swell up. I start to break out in highs. My throat starts to close up. Like it's just crazy. So um, I wanted to take allergy shots, and my doctor was like, "Look, I'll give you the allergy shots, but it's going to take 18 months for you to see any benefits." Wow. And even then odds are you probably will not be able to live with a cat. You'll probably just be able to be in a room with a cat and not have like a full blown allergy attack. And I was like, Oh geez. Okay. So I took, I like off and on, I would go for the shots cause you have to go regularly and you have to go every week, which is something that I'm not used to. So I would go every, I would go like for two weeks and then I'd stop and then I'd have to restart over. And so then I kind of just, and then I started developing this really bad cough. So I just sort of, said never mind well my girlfriend's been really trying to get me to go and she's been like you know i think this will really help and i'm like i'm telling you the doctor told me it's it's a non-starter like there's no way that it's going to work so she was like okay okay and so we went to that she came with me to that allergy allergist and i was like well hopefully she'll be able to hear it from the doctor and hear from the doctor's own words that's not going to work, and that I can try, but that odds are, it's still not going to work. Because this is the part where I come in. I'm dying to know what happened. Because I, ca- I called so, Lori this morning, and Lori was doing that thing when someone's in the car with you. So Lori goes, I had, I had to ask her a question, and I go, "Hey, I have a quick question." She calls me, and she goes, "Hi, Joe. I'm in the car with Star on the way to the allergist." <laughs> yeah. I have done that to you too. Yeah, where I see it comes up, and I'm like, "Hey, we're, we're driving around." So that well, because you know, Joe's kind of a wild card. Because you're like, no, no probably, yes. probably you won't say anything, but there's an odd, ch- there's a, there is a like. 30% chance that he would be like, my question is, so are you going to finally break up with that cunt star? <laughs> and, like, 
which is always weird when he asks me that. Yeah. 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 It's always, it was, it's a weird question. Yeah. Um, so I've asked yeah. Lori like three times whether she's going to fuck Babalu's wound. <laughs> yeah. The answer is always yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we went to the allergist and right off the bat, I go, okay, so I have a really bad allergy to uh, cats. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's fine. The allergy shots actually like really help with those. They're they're kind of hard with dogs, but um, y- you should you should see results in about nine months, and then you should by year we have about eighty five percent of our cl- of our of our patients uh, are completely not allergic to cats anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, that to Lori that go- the other doctor tried to prescribe, or is it a different medicine? I don't. I get it. Must be a different medicine because I. I was like, okay, because then Star goes. Did you even go to the allergist last time? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I didn't lie to you. So then I told the doctor. I go, well, the last doctor I talked to, because I had seen this doctor initially, um, but it was just to do an intake. So it was just to kind of get. So we never really talked about like any of this stuff because she had or I thought I assumed that she was going to be in the same boat as the other doctor, and then I just never, I never came back. Um, but so this is kind of like the first time we had actually talked to each other and like I had asked questions. So I was like, well, my last doctor said it would take about 18 months. And she, she goes, no, no, no. That's just how long we go if we don't see any results. So we check at nine, at nine months, you should see results at 12 months. If you aren't seeing any, still aren't seeing any results, we go for another six months. And then if you're still not seeing any results, we stop because they re up every year. So they reevaluate because basically an allergy shot is just giving you a low dose of what the what you're allergic to. So it's just building up your immune system so you sort of are, aren't allergic to it anymore. And so that's why they have to reassess every so often because they have to see what your tolerance is so they can up the dosage. So how do um, they assess that it's working? Do they throw a cat at you in a small room yeah, and yeah, see yeah. what happens? <laughs> yeah. Well, first I have to watch the movie Cats, yeah, uh, and just see how I go, how I do with that. And if and you then, don't wretch by the end of that, then they go, okay, now we're going to yeah. bring an actual. Then, okay. then they bring in they bring in Jennifer Hudson in the full outfit and have yeah. her stand in front of you. <laughs> yeah, then <laughs> then I have to go to a uh, cat museum, um, and then I have to buy a cat calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, but so so basically they just kind of like see. Like I, it's basically on me. So like nine, they basically, they say that nine months is the rule. Like at six, like I won't see any results at six months and nine months is usually when people first start seeing results. So at nine months, she was like, just do like a test, like go into a house and, you know, see what it with a cat and see what happens. And so, um, so, I mean, in the long run, I guess for our relationship, it's a plus, but I was really kind of hoping the doctor would be like, no, you can never live with a cat. <laughs> Cause I still hate cats. Like that's still not going away. How old is so, this cat? The, the cat, I feel like it is getting younger. Um, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it started Star out. Her cat, Benjamin buttons. Yeah. yeah. I feel like started out at seven and now it's like two. Now it's like a kitten. Uh, I think it's seven or eight. I think it's it's so it's uh, it's got a long life. Yeah, yeah. I have I have friends who had a cat that lived to be twenty two. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna have to deal with this cat forever. But um, 
you know, it's just one of those things where if it is what, if, if I'm not allergic to it, then I'll be fine. I mean, it's a cat, so it's not, I'm not going to be like its best friend or anything, but Mm -hmm. cats don't want you to be its best friend. So Mm -hmm. it'll be nice. Unless they know you don't like them and then they want to come up and spend all their time with you. Yeah. That's, that's the, seems to be the way it was with me a lot of times in houses that I'm not a big cat person either. And I would go to like friends' houses and the cat would be like all over me. Oh okay? yeah, well, man. wait, hold on. Are you Taylor, choking you, up about it? Yeah, Taylor got really <laughs> emotional about this. Taylor's really, I know, really apparently about just it. talking about cats closed up my throat for a second there. Sorry. Were you sexually assaulted by a cat? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yes. He was dr- he was dressed like Rum Tum Tigger, and that's that's oh, all I can God. say about it. Is that the name of that character? <laughs> Rum Tum Tugger. Rum Tum Tiger. Okay. Rum Tum Tugger. He's a curious Tugger. cat. If you so, offer him pheasant, he'll only have grouse. What? <laughs> what happened? What? What? Uh, on on other, I'm going to show you guys something that you know. Again, the audience will be able to see. But this, I literally broke both stems of my glasses today. Oh. <laughs> It, it looks like you know what it looks like you you, you won like a, a a souvenir from Radar from Mash, but uh, yeah. But I'll how- tell you how I did it. You want to know how I did it? Sure. Yeah. So, I literally my girlfriend is going with me to the allergy appointment, mm-hmm. and she's getting dressed. Okay, and I have my glasses on, and I take both hands on my stems, and I'm going to do that thing where you go like wow 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 right yeah. like to be like <laughs> wait, oh, wait, you're- wait 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 stop right there. I did that thing, you know, where you go. No one does that, Lori, unless you're like in a Everybody 19- does that. Yeah. Everybody does that. It's a thing. I guarantee you, people in the chat room will know what I'm talking about. Well, we may know what you're talking about. No one does it, though. <laughs> it's no one's does. done. No one's done it since Jack Ritter probably did it on yeah. Three's Company 35 years <laughs> and his ago. Name is Jack Tripper, and the actor's name was John Ritter. But go ahead, Lori. Jack Tripper. So, Sorry. Whatever. Did you think Jack so, Tripper was hot, Taylor? Wait, the actor or the character? Well, the same thing. John Ritter was, he wasn't one like back in my prepubescent days of somebody that I definitely was like, ooh, I really like him. He's really cute. But he was somebody that I guess was sort of attractive. Like I always, I always liked Potsy from Happy Days. Like I always thought he was, Anson Williams, I always thought was really cute when I was younger. Lori. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's a, that's, I know who he's talking about. I'm like, what? Lori, were you more into Janet or Chrissy? Um, well, I wasn't into, to, uh, uh, oh, Potsy's cute. Um, <laughs> let me see. I don't remember their names. So let me look up. Joyce DeWitt oh. or Suzanne Summers? No, Joyce DeWitt. Definitely Joyce DeWitt. Suzanne Summers always felt like she was like, like a Looney Tunes, you know, like she, I felt like she was like, she is Looney Tunes, but I mean, yeah, that's why when I, I, I don't remember watching, I remember watching threes. I used to get babysat by this woman who I swear to God watched only, uh, Rush Limbaugh and then, uh, um, Happy Days and Three's Company, and that was it. And just like it seemed to be an endless repeat. You know what? And then Lori? There was another show that she watched, but I can't remember for the life of me what it was. 
Um, but it was just like, so I just have, I kind of blocked out a lot of those, of those shows. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the air. I might have. I think I've told it on Catching Up years ago. But my friend Jonathan, uh, he had an aunt who had Down syndrome. The story's going to start out sad, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, he had um, an aunt who had Down I, syndrome. I don't know what's sad about it. It's pretty <laughs> hilarious to me. They really like to give hugs. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a terrible joke, Taylor. That is a, how That's, dare you? That's a very inside <laughs> joke. Offensive. Yeah. Okay. So she had Down syndrome. And she lived, you know, they don't live very long, the Downs. The Downs. And um, the Down syndrome people, they don't live very long. And, uh, you know, she, um, Jonathan's grandmother obviously took care of her. And then Jonathan's grandmother passed away. And uh, Karen, Aunt Karen, went to go live with his mom. But uh, And Aunt, Aunt Karen was the one with uh, Down syndrome? Aunt Karen was the one with Down syndrome. And mm-hmm. uh, what, what's fu- what, not funny, but you reminded me of it. Because she would literally, she did two things all day. She played Light Bright. Yeah. Oh, I love Light Bright. Yeah, for the for Aiden who's in the chat room, Light Bright was this weird thing. I never had one. It was a hot light in like a weird like TV tube kind of TV thing. And like a light a, box kind like of Like a thing. light box. And you put a black piece of paper on it and then you would put different like colored light pegs in it and then they would it would light up those light those little pegs. And you could put pictures or whatever. Anyway, yeah, but then you would invariably like end up accidentally swallowing a couple of pegs <laughs> or stepping on them or finding them. Yeah, oh yeah, you lost them. I mean, almost like there were two things you always lost: uh, the light bright pegs and uh, at least one or two pieces from the operation game. Usually the funny bone. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. The uh, the point is that uh, she did, she played light bright and she watched three movies on repeat over and over again: Jaws, Thirteen oh. Going on Thirty. And Greece, like on a loop every day. That those three movies Jeez. on a loop, right? And played, okay. she played light right when she did it. Well, the sad thing is, is that Aunt Karen only lived like a few months after the grandma. You know that, that I mean the thing that almost happens with the couples, right? Yeah. So oh, that's so sad. Yeah, it was sad, and I liked her. She was really, really sweet. And uh, they have a funeral, and we go to. I go to the funeral because I knew Aunt Karen. Jonathan was my friend. And uh, she's and it's very sad because again they just lost the grandma. Now his mom has just lost her sister, who she cared very much for. And uh, like I told you, she would just w- play light bright and watch Thirteen Going on Thirty, Jaws, and Grease. Okay, that so, is a good smattering of movies. Yeah, though. I wonder how she discovered Thirteen Going on Thirty because Jaws and Grease are like okay from her childhood. Well, where did she go? Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm gonna allow this movie in the rotation anyway. Well, because she's, I mean, I feel like she's the embodiment of 13 going on 30. Well, also, I bet you she could have been very happy just watching, like, uh, Cinemax. I also, that, the, that, that movie is a good movie. Which like, one? Like, have you guys 13 going on 30? I've never seen, that it. I've never seen it. it. It is really good. Oh, is it? Oh, should be Yeah, I really liked it. So, anyway, so, uh, you know, at one point in the funeral, uh, they say, uh, well, we made a, a, we had someone make a film. Uh, of the best moments of Karen, we hope you enjoy it. Uh, it and it and it's from her, everyone knows she loved Greece, and it's her favorite song from Greece. So in my head, I'm thinking, oh, this is so fucking on the nose. It's going to be hopelessly devoted. And then all of a sudden, the screen comes down, the lights dim, and I'm like, okay, well here we go. Let's just do this. And you hear, it's Greece Lennon, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Her name spins in on the screen on one of those bad video effects, <laughs> right? And then the year of her birth and death spin in 
on. Oh my god, that's oh. and it's like, I'll give me overhead lifters and four barrel quads. Oh yeah, and he's like, you know, like there's a real pussy wagon, like, <laughs> and I'm all like, this is, and then, but like it's like pictures of her with her grandma, and like I'm not even joking, and I <laughs> was laughing so hard, right. And I mean, while the casket have... also looks like the silver car in Greece where they've got it with the car. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Someone got on top of it. You know, they, they actually got uh, John Travolta to come in and, and actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it was one of these things where I was like, oh, my God, I can't. I could not believe it. Like, and, and I'm going to play the song right now. For those of you who don't know, this is what played over literally this song. Uh, play it over. This car her. is automatic. Well, they didn't have this. It's systematic. It's right here. Oh, wait, not here. It's dramatic. Right here. Come in. Why's it greased lightning? <laughs> and then her name spins in. Okay. Uh, the year of her birth and death spin in. And then this is the song that plays behind these like touching sentimental pictures of Aunt Karen. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, my what? God. Listen. Anyway, so I'm sorry. Go ahead with your story. so so. Uh, the the point of the story, Lori, is that uh, that you're gonna have to live with this cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the point of the story. So, you know, it yeah. also likes to listen to. Uh, it also likes to watch uh, Greece as well. So. <laughs> When yeah. I was a case manager years and years and years ago, we had a family. We had a um, <clears throat> a woman that we case managed and uh, who was HIV positive and her daughter was four and also HIV positive. And her daughter got very sick wow. and, her da- and her daughter died, which is, again, the sad part of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the funeral, when they took th- – this has ruined this song for me. When the, they had the, like the small casket, when they were bringing it out, they said, and now we're going to play one of whatever the little girl's favorite songs. That's was it. And they played Fly by Sugar Ray as they were bringing the thing out. Uh-huh. So anytime I hear that song now, I literally like do like a, <laughs> like if I'm sitting in a car, just like, Ugh, it's, 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 it's a horrible, it's a horrible memory associated with what is not necessarily a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Now. You know what? When this song first came out, I thought Mark McGrath was so hot. He was hot, and then he got really like the plastic surgery. Yeah, he, his, his skin is a little too taut. Yeah, he's from Newport Beach, and like so, I knew actually know people who went to high school with him, and some of the girls were telling me he had a real small dick. <laughs> well, there well, it is. These are the there kind we of, go. The That's kind of, kind of things you learn. That's here. a fun. Yeah. I one time I I had a. Uh, a family friend, this woman that I used to get babysit by, and she was like almost like a surrogate mother. Uh, she passed away from, I believe, ovarian cancer, mm-hmm. and they had a a funeral. Uh, and at the funeral, the priest, um, or the yeah, the priest had bought a Kenny Chesney CD <laughs> and just started playing the Kenny Chesney CD and I can't for the life of me think of like what the songs were oh, or anything no shoes but... no shoot no shirt no problem is that Kenny Chesney <laughs> probably yeah probably no yeah. it was it, I just remember like it was about like living on a you know being near the water or something like that ass and in then, the sand yeah and then yeah. and then what was so crazy was that like I just remember being like because she was like a really Catholic and she was kind of like a little homophobic mm-hmm. and I was like 
isn't Kenny Chesney gay? <laughs> <laughs> That's the rumor. I thought like, Laurie, but yeah. why would you say he was married to Renee that- Zellweger for half a second? I love that he, he Lennon was like in the plastic, so he literally had to open up the Kenny Chesney CD and like put it in the CD player, and it was just this whole. And it's like, you know, we didn't have pre, you didn't have music ready to go, so yeah, that was. The, I went to a lot of funerals when I was a hospice counselor for obvious reasons. Um, and weird, weird brag, bro. Weird, brag. yeah, weird brag. <laughs> hey guys, I don't want to brag, but I've been to a lot of funerals. A lot of funerals here in Pinellas County. Help. If you and, need help planning your funeral, I kind of know about them. <laughs> so. I'm your girl. Um, and I there seemed to be a phase of where all of the old people whose funerals, they all loved um, or they all had Live Like You Were Dying by Tim McGraw played over kind oh, of those yeah. montages of things. So that's another song now that I hear that. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. There's that uh, – uh, a uh, song that's like you know, don't forget to dance or something like that. I hope and, you dance. Yeah, I hope you dance. Yeah, that was played at a lot of high school graduations. Oh well, so is uh, that I went to. You know what's so funny is so is that stupid Green Day song, which isn't about like he's happy that his girlfriend he broke up with his girlfriend or something. Time of your life. Yeah, it's good riddance. Time that, of your life. Remember that song that it was played at my high school graduation. And I think it was called Brick or something. And you told you we were in the car together, and you're like, "Why would they play that at a high school graduation?" I was like, "Oh, that's a kind of cool song." And you're like, "It's about a wasn't it about a girl who dies." No, after getting she gets an abortion. abortion. He's, yeah, he takes his girlfriend to yeah. go get an abortion. <laughs> yeah, and that's what that's one of those that I didn't realize that until the more you like. I remember one night late at night. Uh, I think I got that from Napster, and I was like doing something, and I had listened, and all of a sudden I'm like. What the fuck is this song about? This is yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that just happened this weekend uh, when we opened up catching up. I played because of the horrible weekend we had. I played pumped up kicks uh, be- to bring everyone to the channel. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Are you okay, Lori? No, I just <laughs> pumped up kicks. I know it's about uh, kids Gun? shooting up a school. Yeah. And Mike, well, Mike Lawson, of course, thought that was equally funny. And he he goes, he, I told him, like, oh, I played that song because of the school shootings. He's like, that's that what that song's about? And I was like, yeah, it's about uh, about a, a school shooting. Uh, that's like know? Jeremy by Pearl Jam. That's oh, about a school shooting, too. To yeah, but no one plays that at a graduation. But people, people, and it's also like that, uh, what's that, that uh, Third Eye Blind song that everyone thinks is a happy song, but it's about like being on crystal meth? I hated Third Eye Blind, so I don't know. Or like uh, any song by Sublime, I feel like it's just a really depressed. One time, uh, somebody played the, a date rapes that date rape song oh, at a yeah. birthday party. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I mean, I love that song, but I was like, I don't think this is the right time to. I play don't know. That it depends song. on where you are in Orange County. That might be the exact right time. Here's the Third Eye Blind song right here. Which, for some reason, when the song came out, I knew a bunch of. People who knew the all the lyrics of this song. There was like a thing for like young men to memorize the lyrics of this song. I don't know why. It was like a challenge almost. Yeah, but this song's not a happy song. It's a wasn't that most songs from the nineties are not happy songs. Everybody was moody in their oversized clothes. Did I send you Taylor that nineties version of somebody I used to know? No. Oh, somebody made a nineties version of somebody that I used to know by Gautier. Let okay. Me, let me go get it. I saved it on Reddit, so I know I have it. Uh, and I was—I thought of you when I saw it. I know you love the '90s. 
Everyone knows that Taylor's a big fan I'm of the a 90s. huge 90s. Yeah, he's a big fan of the 90s. So I thought I'm I, a Rachel. <laughs> Lori, do you remember the 90s? How old were you at the end of the 90s? So you can make Taylor upset. Uh, 13, maybe. Uh, I think. How old are you? Like 32? I'm 33. 33. What year did you graduate high school? 2004. Oh my God. Why don't so you that believe her? Th- <laughs> so does that mean that you were, you were in high school when 9-11 happened? Yeah. I was in uh, 2001. I think I was in... I was a freshman. No, yeah. no, no. I was a sophomore. She okay. was a virgin, but she wasn't. She doesn't think she was the kind of virgin that those uh, terrorists were thinking about when they bombed nine eleven, though. Bombed, <laughs> yeah, because they're gonna, they're thinking they're gonna get like a bunch of hot, sexy virgins. It's just me sitting on a couch eating Cheetos, going, "Literally, all I'm gonna do is watch Law and Order Special Victims Unit." <laughs> chung chung. Oh, remember your Law and Order bit, Lori? Lori, the first. Oh, here we go. It's a, here's an '80s remix of somebody that I used to know. But oh, the Lori, '80s remix. Yeah, I, was, I said '90s on purpose to make you mad. Okay. Here we go. 80s remix of somebody that. Oh, I had a Hold on. Here we go. Now remember, this is supposed to be that song by Go To, somebody that I used to know. Okay, I'm gonna se- I'm gonna send you one. I have to find it on YouTube. I'll send you the link in the in the chat thing. But it's I wonder if it's done by the same. It might be done by the same guy. Mm. Um, uh, Star and I went to the Cicada Club. No one cares. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, Lori. How was the Cicada Club? I forgot about that. It was fun. It was it was nice. It was uh it was crowded. It was a lot of old people. Mm-hmm. Uh, dancing merengue better than I will ever dance, uh-huh. um, and swing dancing. Mm-hmm. But uh, but what the best part of the whole thing was? I was watching the the drummer. It's a live band, mm-hmm. and the drummer was really good, mm-hmm. but had a face of like so could give two shits. Mm-hmm. Like literally the whole time I was, you'd be like, 
Lori's doing like a like a like a disinterested drummer as she just drums. Like, yeah. So fast and just like yawning and looking everywhere but like straight ahead and couldn't mm-hmm. give a crap and I was like, Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um but uh the only thing that was a little frustrating was that it was like no air conditioning. <laughs> that was the only thing that was frustrating? Yeah. It was like really hot. Like you get, it was like kind of cool a little bit, but when you, as soon as you got on the dance floor, we, I was sweating bu- buckets. I think we danced maybe four songs and then well, I was you like, guys I danced together. Go. And were they like real 1940s? Like, hey, two broads. We don't need to see two broads <laughs> dancing together. What are you guys? You know, like well, I was wearing like, cause yeah, it was a night. So I had a 1940s style. So I had, mm-hmm. I was like more of the guy and then. Uh, Star was more of the girl, and mind you, like I wasn't like I had my hair down, like I wasn't like I was trying to pretend like I was a woman. But everybody kept coming up to me and being like, "Sir, hi, sir, how are you, sir? What's going on, sir?" And I'm like, okay. so, this one woman was like, "Sir, I really like your outfit," and mm-hmm. I was like, "It's not even that good of an outfit. Like I kind of just threw it together." Mm-hmm. My girlfriend literally is wearing like a full dress. And I was like, "Oh, thank you." I was like, "This is my girlfriend." <laughs> my girlfriend. I wanted. I was hoping that would make it seem like I was a lesbian, but then I just realized it just made it seem like I was a man with a girlfriend. So I was like, oh, "God damn it!" <laughs> so, are you gonna put that in your new uh, moth tryout? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you trying out for the moth? No. Oh. Joe, Joe just likes to say that when I go on. Also, TV. you don't have to try out for the moth. You just show up and sign up. Oh, I thought you had to kind of give them like an uh, an idea of what you were going to talk about. No, they have. I've actually I've actually done the moth. They, they have um, topics. They have a topic, and then you they, you know what the topic is in advance, and then you show up and you sign up. I went in the very early days, so they were trying to get people to show up to go mm-hmm. on stage, so it was easy. But uh, now I think it's like they have to draw names and stuff like that. They don't have yeah. any slots. Yeah, because it's packed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. who knows? You may even have to sign up <laughs> like you may even have to audition yeah um, maybe by now you do have to audition you know what's so funny though is i remember because they, they rank you it's like a contest you know yeah and i told this story and the the um the theme was it, was it was a valentine's day thing melissa mcqueen and i went on valentine's day and the theme was love hurts okay mm-hmm. and i told this story i think i've told it before about my night but my experience on 9-11 actually and yeah. so i told my 9-11 story and i was number one for the longest time. Then the last guy, the 10th slot goes up. It's this guy and he just he tells a story about his dad. And the entire time he sounds like he's about to cry. Like he literally sounds like he's about to burst into tears and the whole audience is crying and he wins. He beats me, right? Mm-hmm. He goes on to the next level, the next round. Turns out he's a comic and I see him at Barney's Beanery like 2-3 weeks later. He does his set that's just how he talks. Like he literally uh. <laughs> just sounds like he's gonna cry. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" That's just the way he sounds. Which, which as as a storyteller, is probably a good idea. As a comedian, not a great no. way to. No, no. Like, I guess we should laugh because this comedian looks like he's mm-hmm. gonna kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> and that comedian, Jamie Fox. No, that's true. <laughs> Do you know the story about Jamie Fox's name, Lori? What? Do you know the story about Jamie Fox's name? Because not his real name. No. He, when he was doing comedy, he decided to give himself a name that sounded like it could be a girl's name because, you know, it, it, at the time they'd put girls up on the lineup more. 
You know, like, because they weren't as many women, so he could get on the, a show easier, because he would say he was Jamie Foxx, F-O-X-X, you know? And okay. then he'd show up, and then he'd be like, yeah, I'm Jamie Foxx. And they would be like, oh, okay. And, but uh, that's how, and so he, that's how he'd get into a lot of shows, by saying his name was Jamie Foxx. And they would, they would assume it's a girl. Thank you. You should try that, Lori. <laughs> yeah. I do. You should yeah. pretend you're a girl. <laughs> yeah. Lori shows up, and they put her E and her name on the lineup. She leaves. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know who's booked. I don't know what's going on. This might be painful for Lori. Did to I talk tell about you about oh, when I first started out and I wanted to be Rogie Camp? <laughs> <laughs> and Bill, Bill Ward just flat out refused. <laughs> I want everyone to know. I think Lori and I have talked about this before. Like, Lori and I were friends. We knew each other from the club. I don't think Lori... Well, Lori has a different version of this. I feel we really became friends. So there was this guy named Bill Word, And I will say to this day, I feel so lucky to have been there during at least the end of Martini Blues. Martini Blues was a club that he did a comedy show at, right? Yeah. And he had like three or four nights that he was there every night where he just ran the place, right? Because it was a huge club. So they had a bar section yeah. and, and did karaoke and stuff. And there was another part that just had rooms and he just ran the... They basically ran a comedy club out of that room. But it was a yeah. great place where you got to know other comics and hang out, kind of the way you see on TV. And, uh, but it was all that terrible comics. And he used to do this open mic, uh, Hump Day Funnies. Isn't that what it was called, Lori? Well, that was the Wednesday one. What was I the Tuesday the one? The Tuesday one was called like Big Tuesdays or something. Yeah. And so you could show up and you could, if you knew him, he would just put you perpetually on the list, right? But the yeah. show was literally like five hours long. Like it would start like at eight or nine and go to like two. Okay. Oh, yeah, and you knew you knew if you upset him because you would you by where you were at on the list. Yeah. Like I remember one time I didn't I forgot to tell him that I wasn't coming one week, and then the next week I was put dead last, and I was like, "Son of a bitch." Well, I would work until nine, and so what I like to do, and so and I used to just like it better. I I asked to be at the end of the list. So what I would do is I would go to home from work, sleep until like midnight. Like, go home, like, get home at, like, 9 and sleep for, like, 3 hours. Uh-huh. Wake up, you know, put some water in my hair and my face, and then drive to this comedy club, and then be there. There's nobody in the audience. There's me. I don't know why Lori was there. And then, um, who? Because she kept pissing off Bill, so he would always put her last. No, because I, I, I couldn't. I would have, like, night classes. Oh, so okay. I would, I would kind of, I would do not a sleep thing, but I would go to school and then I would drive or sometimes I would. So <laughs> this is a, this is a dumb thing, but so I had told Bill that I had night classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, so for like five months, I won't be able to come at certain times. So he'd always put me last, but then I would sometimes ditch class <laughs> and just come anyways. And he was like, I'm not going to put you up first because you told me that you have night classes. And I was like, Oh man. So, yeah. So, so I just hang, hang, hanging out there. Yeah. So, so I would show up and then she would be there and, I would say that was one of the most fun times having comedy because Bill kind of didn't care what we did because yeah. there was literally no one there, you know? Well, it was like it was the it was like a combination of the people he put up last specifically because they were terrible. And it wasn't that they were like bad like they were trying but they just didn't have it they were bad in the sense that they like cleared audiences like yeah. comedians would get up and leave when they would go there was that one guy Jim Tierney mm-hmm. do you remember him yeah you always talk about him yeah he used to he used to do jokes and he would 
go on and he was terrible and he would talk about how he liked to fill a blow-up doll with jelly so he could stab it and fuck it at the same time and then and then he would come off stage and he would go i think i'm getting laughs every 3.3 seconds so if i can lower that if i can make it a solid three seconds every time i think i'll have a a good five minutes and i'm like you're not getting laughs, period, buddy. Like well, I don't know me laughing. It could have been me laughing at how terrible he was, which I would often do. The person he was one like, time I saw him one time kill at a laugh down, and like he rode that wave for well, we ever. Lot, but it was, it was because people thought he was crazy. Rosie Tran did the same thing. I think she still does it. You yeah, know, and then it. there was this one girl who thought that um, the government was trying to uh, like. Uh, <clears throat> get inside your mind by infesting by like putting drugs in in the carrots mm-hmm. so she used to go up on stage to talk about that and she would be like okay yeah that's just a common thing we all know about but now yeah. here are my jokes <laughs> yeah no, no, i know uh that was gabby whatever her name was that hungarian yeah. woman i was talking about her but you know what's funny is so Lori and i we could we would go dead last we used to do we used to just like fuck around and do weird ass things like what time were we saying or something like that or what yeah, yeah. We sang one time. I think we made out. Didn't we make out oh, with each really? other? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, but we like, Fox. no, yeah. we did because we said we said that if um if 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 we if we had four people stick around, we would make out with each other at the end of the show because we were both last. Uh-huh. We were like you we were up, and then I was up, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so like if four people and like seven people stuck around, and we. <laughs> And we we did that thing where we like grossly like I think I, I like cut ah <laughs> we did very 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 weird things it was a very very weird time Joe Joe would bring up a my favorite thing was Joe would bring up a puppet mm-hmm. and he had a ventriloquist puppet and he would tell jokes and then he would just and he would move the puppet's head and so he'd be telling jokes and the puppet's head would move but he would never I'd never <clears> reference it reference it or talk about it or even acknowledge that it was there yeah and the puppet's head would move and it, oh my god it, it killed me <laughs> you'd be talking about like so uh so i'm a gay mexican and the puppet's head would just like look at somebody <laughs> <laughs> that's genius though that is there's something genius about that so all right well, uh, Taylor, we had a couple of quick topics to talk about, and then we got because it's midnight where Taylor is, and then yeah, oh boy, but we have okay. a couple of things I want to talk oh, about. Wait a second, I have to do something. Yes, we have a request for mild acts of mayhem. Yeah, so I have to go. I'm a Rachel. I I do that. Well, I'm no, it's like, good because yeah. I, I get I have a clean copy of it. I can now pull uh, for the soundboard. <laughs> now, uh, okay. one of the things I wanted to talk about for Haley's mom was Disneyland. Did you see the articles that like uh, attendance is down this summer at Disneyland? Yes, um, good. Because of Gal- and and you know uh, Bob Iger is saying it's because of Galaxy's Edge that people are scared. Well, one of the things is that they were so Disney itself was so scared that they you know they pretty much uh, uh, blacked out all of the summer for most pass holders. Yeah, so yeah. when September comes, it's going to go back to being super crazy busy. What's I funny though is because they raised prices, their revenue was up like seven percent. But do you think the same thing is going to happen at Disney World with Galaxy's Edge? Or what do you think is going to happen there, Taylor? Uh, I think it's going to be yes. I think that because it opens in a couple weeks here. Um, I think that it's going to be crazy. I know that we're going in October with Rodan and his husband. And we have 
like extra magic hours because we're staying at one of the resorts with them. But mm-hmm. our extra magic hours are like 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. So we have to be there at like the ass crack of dawn to ride everything. And not- And we did that with Avatar and it was still nuts. Oh, so really? I think it's just going to be crazy. I've seen a good chunk of the park. They were still working on it when I was there uh, in March. The we took the we rode the Toy Story roller coaster and at one point you can kind of see into Star Wars yeah. Land. Mm-hmm. So I definitely was looking over there and it doesn't look like an enormous section of the park, but it's I don't know. There's part of me that I'm super excited. There's another part of me that I'm like I, I know it's just going to be standing in line all day. Yeah, but I we went last week with family and uh, when the big joke is always because Taffy whenever we would ride with Taffy, it didn't matter what the parking lot looked like whenever she would, after we would pay to pay the, for the parking or go through the parking and go over, she would always go, Oh, like just no matter what, it was always so like packed. So that always becomes a thing that Babalu and I do where whenever we go in, we always go, Oh, sort of thing. And when we came around the corner, we both went, wow, this, we started to do it. And then went, wow, there's really not a lot of cars here. So consi- all things considered. Um, so it definitely did feel like, we spent all day in magic kingdom and a little bit of time in animal kingdom. And it wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be for July. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're feeling the, I think we're going to feel the same thing at this point. I think people are putting off vacations until after it opens. Uh, Laura, you have anything to say about Disneyland? Um, you know, I just, I, I think that it, I just think it's, it's hard to hate, the actual place because I feel like they the people who work there do a great job, but um, the actual like pricing and the stuff that they do to Anaheim and stuff is just is really shitty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it sucks ass, but then also it's kind of it's uh it's like it's like eating ass, you know. You're <laughs> you might in a swimming pool or not in a swimming pool. <laughs> odds, odds are you're gonna get some shit on you, but uh, somebody's gonna like it. So. Yeah. Uh, now the other thing to talk about, and I don't know if Lori uh, knows about this, uh, is um, Bon Appetit. There's a YouTube channel for the Bon Appetit magazine. I don't think it's some hoity-toity thing. Taylor, how would you describe it? It's I think the I've test seen kitchen some videos. Yeah, it's it's the test kitchen, and it's there's a group of cooks mm-hmm. um, and or chefs that all make things and they all try things for the magazine, but now they record all of them do making them and they give you the recipe on YouTube tutorials. Now Taylor's has the big pants for Andy, right? Yes. Yes. Andy has a new video that came out today where he makes chicken skewers, Lebanese chicken skewers. And I, I enjoy looking at him. He's a cute guy. Yeah. Yes, I just read an article that he wrote about what it was like to be um, gay and Iranian, mm-hmm. uh, growing up gay and oh, Iranian. Oh, he did. So he he's gay. He is gay. Yeah. yeah. No, he's he Aww. is gay. If you, if you go to his Instagram page, he's lots of Fire Island pictures and, and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and uh, he's very much that that he tried to deny his deny his heritage like he kind of he could pass for italian so for a long time he just kind of tried to pretend he was italian then he realized that wasn't cool and he also realized he was gay Mm -hmm. and tried to hide that for a long time and now he's very open about his sexuality and about the fact you're even kind of seeing that now more in a lot of the 
things that he does on the channel are really kind of more Middle Eastern in um, uh, Middle Eastern style foods and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Good. I just like looking at him and I wanted to take off a shirt. That's all I care about. Okay. So now are there other people that you like not for sexual reasons? So the, re- the reason I'm bringing it up. I, I, everybody, you mentioned Brad when we first, you and I first started talking about I thought about you this. would like him. I really, he's kind of annoying. Oh, he's very I'm annoying. Not, I'm not necessarily. We watched him and Claire make donuts. No, I, I only made through one episode of that, and it was well. That was also we were both exhausted because we watched it at like four thirty in the morning after we dropped my sister off at the airport, and mm-hmm. we just weren't ready to sleep yet. And by the end of it, you can see like Claire is over it by by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Claire. I like Molly, even though she's kind of basic. There's mm-hmm. still something about her I like. I like Carla. I feel like we're seeing more Gabby. Okay, um, the little the little I'm, Argentinian woman, I'm, and I really kind of like her. I'm kind of obsessed with Gabby. Yeah, I don't. She's know kind why. of awesome. There's something about like very Oompa Loompa about her. Like Latina, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Latina Oompa Loompa. And anytime they have her try something, I'm always excited when she's like, "Oh, that's good. I like it." You yeah. know. So uh, she seems to be. She seems to be the mascot of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. She seems to be where everybody seems to genuinely love her. Um, I haven't watched any Chris Morocco videos yet just because I kind of find him sort of, I find him sexy. You find him what? I find him really sexy. Do you really? I find Chris Morocco very, very sexy. Yes. I'm very attracted to him. Well, cause he's very thin and he's kind of femmy. So that makes sense. I just That's love that why. he thinks he's straight. Yeah. I haven't heard anything where you mentioned that he references his wife once or twice, but mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about that. His wife, Steven. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh no, he's just uh, where he kind of does thing where he like smells the food and he's mm-hmm. very he's uh, very, he's too analytical. Like I want the food to be where you just have the flavor, like you know, people to comment on the flavors and stuff, not the whole mm-hmm. well, you need to get the dough up this much, you need to do, just fucking eat the couscous and shut up. Yeah. I actually like pretty much everybody on there. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about that on the air. All right, guys, we're gonna call it a day there. Taylor's to go to bed. Lori has to go. Well, Lori, what do you have to go do right now? What are you gonna go do right Hot now? Hot takes, guys. Hot takes. I really enjoyed that. Um, I just gotta finish working. And uh Oh, I have oh, to I, watch Oh yeah, you're gonna finish, you're gonna get that script for me to buy tomorrow? Or should I write it tomorrow while I'm working? Yes, I will get that script for you by tomorrow. Lori, by the way, is the producer of I'm now that justice is gone. <laughs> Uh, I'm renaming it Camp Queens again because ju- ju- Justice was the one that hated that name, right? Uh, I don't remember. Camp Wanna Re- He hated Camp Wanna Recap. No, he hated, no. He hated the name Camp Queens. I think I called it Camp Queens at first. I like I Camp Wanna Recap. You oh, should you keep do? it Camp Wanna Recap. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's very clever. I didn't think of that. Um, Queen. You could do Queen Wanna Recap. No, we'll just keep it camp one to recap then. Um, yeah, I I got it. Well, I was gonna watch Godspell. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. Hold Jesus on, hold Christ, on. superstar! But now I guess I'll watch. <laughs> hold on, because I have another hold podcast. On, I hold do. on, hold on, hold on. Hey guys, though so that was the episode, a very surpri- special surprise episode with Taylor and Lori. Uh, sometimes these things happen. Listen live. Thanks. Bye. Okay, go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> I don't, they don't need to good. hear about a scheduling thing at the end. Good, good, good. Well, you asked me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Lori, what do you got going on? Oh, well, I don't care. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um, I have, uh, I, I'm doing a podcast with a friend of mine 
Um, actually, Taylor, he uh, really likes you. He's a really big fan of yours. Who is my this? Friend oh, really? John, yeah, my friend John Coppersmith, who Joe kind of knows because uh, tangentially through Martini Blues. He's a big um, fan of Pot of My Co-Pilot? He's a fan of Pride 48. He is? Um, yeah. And he, because I told him. <laughs> you I, don't have to look so disgusted, Joe. I, I don't it. know if he listens to Pot is My Co-Pilot, to be honest with you. Well, Pot is My Co-Pilot he, is like there. Lori, it is the winner of the 2019 Batancy Award for Podcast <laughs> of the Year. Okay. Um, he, but so anyway, so I was telling him that you had started a, a podcast network and he was saying, Joe, really? He doesn't seem like he has a lot of uh range and he doesn't seem like he brings an audience and i was like yeah i know i'm shocked by it too um no he'd never said anything like that um no but so he i was i was like yeah he does uh and i told i had told him that the way you got started was you spinned off from pride 48 and um he you do a drag race recap show with taylor the latte boy he's like oh my god i love taylor the latte boy i remember him from you know pride 48 and blah 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 so he he's a huge fan of yours so anyway so um we started this podcast called fraternal flicks which is about movies that have come out around the same time that have similar plots so okay i have to watch jesus christ superstar and godspell so so godspell you can watch is awful armageddon and uh contact deep impact deep impact oh. that's the first one we did and then the second one we're doing is tomorrow it's a ed tv and truman show Okay. And then Sunday we're doing uh, Godspell and uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. All right. And his name is John Coppersmith. Yeah, he's great. He's a really funny guy. Um, he's and, an old and, gay, and so you guys is, might get along. What does he think of me, Lori? <laughs> what 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 are his thoughts on me? What? Oh, he <laughs> he loves you. Oh, okay. He thinks you're great. All right. Yeah. Like, Lori's smart. She knows what to say. <laughs> no, he loves you. He was like, oh, great. Um. Yeah. He he loves everybody. From I mean, you know, I don't know if you want to. I don't know how uh much you want to take a compliment from him because he also thinks Bev Hout is really funny. So you know, I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> I might want to. You know, when he calls me funny, I'm like, okay. It's like when my girlfriend points out like a homeless man and goes, "Oh, that's really that's really hot," and I'm like, everything you say is a lie to me now. Like everything you say is suspect. All right, well, why don't we end it there? Taylor, thank you so much for coming on the air. Thank you. Um, it was Lori, fun. Thank you for coming on, too. That was fun, too. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do that thing that everybody does with their glasses. Wow, wow, wow. So, oh, so that's how I did it. I took the stems. Yeah. And I went to do that. And literally, the glasses came forward and the stems stayed on my ears. <laughs> that's how. <laughs> I did it. So I ended up just flinging the glasses at her. By the Lord, by the way, Lori, what are we going to do now that Shannon quit? Oh, everyone, Shannon quit. I keep telling you. You you asked me, and I'm tell. I've told you many we times should, what we I think should, we should do. We should just do. do me and you. That's what I keep saying. <laughs> oh my god! All right, goodbye, Taylor. Everybody. We have to have a therapy session with you and Joe and I because I feel like I we oh. keep repeating the same conversation and. Then then Joe comes to it on his own and he acts like it's his idea. <laughs> Lori, how are those therapy sessions for the th- for the company that we have an ad for going? Oh, good. I haven't um I thought you had another one this week. No, he had to reschedule. Oh, okay. 
But yeah, he's really nice. He checks in with me. Oh, he does. So that's sweet. Yeah, he'll be like, "Hey, I hope your day's going well." Oh wow, Better so help. that's nice. Help. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't do Taylor, that for mine. Yeah, Taylor. Well, it's all through like chat and stuff. So I have a feeling yeah. he has more time. Yeah, Taylor. We had one of the advertisers. I, I intentionally did not get you involved in this one because I felt that there were like there's reasons a million that you're going to tell me why you couldn't do that an ad for that company. Yeah, no, I can't do an ad for something. For is it for Better Help? Yeah, yeah. I no, tell I, you, it's. I, I mean, I've only had one meeting with him, and I, it's a thousand times better than this dumbass <laughs> cookie group group therapy thing. Oh, Taylor. Okay, let me tell you about this dumb cookie thing. Okay, so we had they gave us a cookie, right? Well, first off, they just hand us a cookie, okay? And I'm thinking, oh, it's a snack, so I eat the first one, and then they're like, oh, you can't have the first one. It's part of an experiment. I was like, you didn't say nothing. You just handed us a cookie. <laughs> So they hand us this cookie and they say, okay, I want you to look at the cookie and I want you to describe it without using any, just the facts. So like it's brown, it's whatever. Somebody said it was delicious and the the therapist goes, well, how do you know it's delicious? And so I was like, because it's a cookie. All cookies are delicious. Um, No, that's not true. Not all cookies are delicious, but okay. But so she was like, um, you know, so you have to say what it is. And then we had to bite it and we had to like suck on the granules for like ever and be like, really feel it in your mouth and get a mouth feel for it. Okay. So and this re- sounds like the thing I was talking about with the M&Ms. What were you talking about with the M&Ms? I, it's an activity that we, okay. What was the point of you doing this? We were supposed to have a, um, God damn it. It's this thing that they talk about all the time in, in the class, and I can't think of the word. Mindfulness? Mindfulness. Yep. Yes. We're supposed to do mindfulness, um, and uh, and so we're supposed to not have, like, essentially the big thing is, um, from what I'm gathering from the stupid class, is not to create a story. So it's, like, just to see things for the facts and really fo- – and then also another thing is, like, because <clears throat> a lot of it's people with anxiety and people with emotional problems. So it's, like, people with anxiety will go, like, a million different places. So it's, like, just mm-hmm. focus on the cookie and focus on what the cookie is and not what you expect it to be. And I was, like, yeah, it's a goddamn cookie. Like <sighs> – you know. well, it's supposed to teach you to be in the moment. That's but part you just, of it. Well, just say it. Just you don't have to do an example. You don't have to give me a treat. Well, no, that, but that's the whole idea is that it teaches you by example to do it. If I just said to you, just be in the moment, what would your response? Well, stop thinking about the future, Lori. Just be in well, the moment. Don't give me a food item <laughs> and expect me to want to be in the moment. <clears throat> but the food item allows you to experience all five senses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was a dumb cookie, but I got two because <laughs> I ate mine the first one. So I was proud of that. Okay, so better have going now. Now we're actually now Lori's already Lori's already against the next sponsor, which they're sending us two. Uh, we're sending me one and sending Lori one. Uh, some nat all natural deodorant. Oh, by the way, Donnell over at my management company wants you to know it's not honey. What was the one you picked? Honey it was like vanilla and something. Whatever it is, let me find out what she's. It was the only one that didn't have flowers it, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm allergic changed, to like fl- floral it. scents. Oh, it's coconut and vanilla, and you thought it was coconut. Well, because it said it, it was wrong. It said coconut. Oh, no, it is coconut and vanilla. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, I just need one that's not floral. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's coconut and vanilla. So, anyway, we're going to be trying all natural deodorant. So, if I smell like um, BO with cucumber and mint, uh, 
You know why? That's I'll let you I'm know. Not, I'm actually not worried about that. I mean, I, you know, I feel like it, it, as long as you wash yourself, it'll be fine. But um, I'm worried about like breaking out in a rash. I bought this like all natural deodorant one time and I had like literally like a giant from like here to here, a giant rash. So fun times. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I know I was waiting for it too. I had it minimized. I had to pull it up. All right, guys, let's call it a day there. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Lori. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Camp Wanna Recap returns for the new season with myself. And um, maybe, Lori, can you sit in? Oh, I talked to Joy Buhecker today, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Do you know about all the drama that's been going on? Yes. (laughs) I got to hear fearful about it. What's going on with that? What's happening with... His car caught on fire. (laughs) Wait, what? He's... he's, uh, His car caught on fire? Yeah, in the middle of somewhere random ass part of Canada. And uh, dressed up did as he, Betsy Carmichael. Did he set it on fire? <laughs> he was not dressed like Betsy at the time. Oh dear, my car caught on oh, fire, dear. Anyway, so Joey Buhecker cannot do the first episode of uh Camp Wanna Recap, but it'll just be me and Jimmy the Antichrist, and hopefully Lloyd Roggenkamp will join us for the first episode. When is that? Tomorrow. I think I have something going on then. <laughs> We'll see. All right. We'll talk tomorrow. Thank you, guys. We'll see you later. All right. Bye, Lori. Bye, Bye, Taylor. Bye. Bye.